All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. You're listening to Real Life, a podcast from the Nation Network. I got 50. I got 54 days. Brought to you by Finn Canada. The parts you need when you want them. You're listening to the Real Life Podcast. Before we get any further, Wanye, where is my effing drink? Adam, we're going to break the fourth wall here. Yeah. Ever, it's actually in my contract. You yeah. will bring me a different beverage every single time we record a podcast. And, and we have so far. You've brought me frappuccinos. Mm-hmm. You brought me Slurpees. Yeah. You brought me beer once. Yeah. You brought me everything. Everything. Today, I was so bloody parched just doing four hours. And what? You could, I don't have one. What is your damn excuse as to not? I got pulled over. I'm fired up. I'm I sorry. Got, I, got, I got pulled over. And here's my ticket to prove to you. Holy just cow. Two encounters with law enforcement in a month. This wow. is going to be known in the book as my gangster era. <laughs> After Jesus. the impotent era. Here's what happens. So I'm wheeling down the street, minding my own as I do. And I'm listening to the Jason Pet Shop Boys. Show. No? Okay. Pet, no, I don't listen to AM radio. I'm not a homeless man or a CB operator. <laughs> uh, no, I'm listening to Pet Shop Boys, uh, West End Girls, and I'm singing along, and I don't really care about other cars in traffic. I'm at a red light, and I'm texting or MySpacing, whatever I'm doing. And then I look up, and the light's green, but I hear a honk, and I look over to the left of me, and right beside me is a police car. And the guy's got his window rolled down, and he's probably been staring at me as I'm like singing to the Pet Shop Boys at the top of my lungs because I don't care. So he pulls me over. And he comes over and, you know, he says, uh, it, and he's British. He's got a British Whoa. accent. And he says, it's not Plot every day, twist. yeah, you pull up to a car and you hear Pet Shop Boys. I'm like, well, it's not a crime, is it? And he's like, no, but what is a crime is having two hands on your phone and texting, right? And I'm like, yeah, no, fair enough. So he says, license and registration. And that's when the adventure began. Because how can I put this nicely? You're, this, this here doesn't just happen by yeah. accidents in the morning. There's a team of people helping me get on the road every morning, literally and figuratively. And so license and registration, I fan through this other thing, which is full of licenses and registrations. So, if, you're, if you're listening to this, we're looking at a stack. It's like George stack. Costanza's wallet. Absolutely. Like, and so I just give him this. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm fumbling. I don't know what's going on. And, and he's like, well, what is all this? I'm like, I don't know. This is like where I get my documents 
seats for my car and then I put it in there and he says well let me give the most recent one you have so I just gave him something and he leaves and I'm looking through everything and then I find it I find my registration I don't know where my insurance is I I have insurance I think but I don't deal with it so I I get out of the car and I walk into the cop car like I'm the (laughs) cop and he's the guy in the car and he rolls his window down and I give him what I think is my current registration and say here you go and he looks at it and he's looking at me and his partner's looking at me he's like this isn't for this car and I'm like, sure it is. Look, it says right there. And he's like, no, man. He's like, this is for a completely different vehicle. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's for my car, and this is my truck. Shit. So I walk back to my car again, and then he just walks up, and he's just like, so here's what we got. You have no insurance to speak of. You gave me a series of outdated pink slips and registrations. Then you got out of your vehicle and approached my vehicle and proceeded to hand me registration for an entirely different vehicle. I'm like, yeah. And then he's just thinking to himself, like, this is the, probably one of the worst arrests ever that's about to occur. And he says to me, with the saddest look in his eye, you only seem to pose a threat to yourself. <laughs> I'm just going to give you this ticket and let you go on your way. And he was so nice. And I didn't even bring up my arrest because I figured at this point it was going to go somewhere terribly. But the EPS has to be the nicest group of people if you're not doing something ultra bad and you're a nerd like me posing no threat to anyone but himself. So the moral of the story is obviously don't text and drive. But be nice to... No, the moral of the story is Pet Shop Boys are relevant <laughs> yes. as ever. I mean, you got some heavy street cred if you're listening to West End Girls. I wish we could actually tweet this, but it is quite the stack of... It's... And isn't that illegal to have multiple registrations And to on give you? police officer incorrect information is also illegal. Like, I could have been in court until my court date for my other thing with the patio. <laughs> you know? Just collect wow. all, like... Yeah, I'm feeling pretty gangster these days. Like, this is definitely a cool era of my life. You are public enemy number one. Number they, they one. They have, like, a war room at EPS with your face with a bunch of strings. Strings, yeah. It's just, like, it. patio, no, not yeah. permitted. Pet shop boys texting. They're going to bring all of the nation down using some sort of RICO case. They'll bring everything <laughs> and everyone uh, yes. down. I don't even know what RICO is, but I've seen it in enough movies. I think they have enough to bring us all down. I oh, love yeah. the idea of Wanye being on a, on a wall. Yeah. Right? Yes. With just string Strings. and tape going everywhere. But every node it connects to yeah. is just lamer than the last. Like, yeah. one time cried watching a commercial <laughs> with his grandma. One time rebuilt the deck without a permit. And they're just like, take this man down. He poses a threat to himself. So that's why he didn't get a drink. I was well, like, fine. do I get a drink or do I get here on time? Do I get mm. a drink? Get here on time. And you picked being on time, which, which yeah. I appreciate. Which Admirable. I appreciate. Gotta be a pro. Uh, there was quite the week. Happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, by the way, boys. Yeah. We have a lot to be thankful for. A lot to be thankful for. Uh, But before we get into what happened on the weekend with the Oilers, what happened at uh, the Pine Town Saturday? We had our season launch party. Yes, and it was quite the, from what I hear, I blatantly lied on the last podcast that I was there. (laughs) I wasn't. I'll just get that out of the way Nobody needs to know. No. Uh, A lot of people were there, though. Yes. How did things go on Saturday, boys? You know what? Everybody came out in droves. They supported like the nation always does. Yeah. We, you know, we packed the bar. We raised money for the officer. Raised... And the uh, other guys? Yeah, we raised money for the victims of la- of the Edmonton attack from a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Everybody had a great time. Yeah. Oilers sucked, but that's okay. That's okay. We still raised a bunch of money. We got to do a bunch of math. That's the squire's job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got to figure out what we have to donate. We've got to keep Wani out of prison first. There's that. <laughs> yeah, yeah the we legal have a defense fund. Yeah. Ma- massive, yeah. And also the pint was uh, very gracious enough also to give their net proceeds from Saturday oh, night wow. as well. So we got some math to do, calculators, 
paper coming out, the but, whole thing. But yeah. the early synopsis looks like everything was a smashing success on Saturday. Yeah. Aside from the hockey game, yeah. a little bit rough. Everything's Since great. When do we care about the outcome of a hockey game at a nation party? Most times I watch oh, the highlights the next oh, day, I'm like, I do not remember that period. <laughs> I do not remember that period either. Or there's no game in itself because it's a draft. Yeah, a draft party. I remember that clerical error in the third round. What a <laughs> yeah. night I had. I don't want to put you guys on the spot, but is there plans for the next nation party? Is that, are we, obviously the wheels are always kind of in motion. Obviously, we have to do four a year. That's like our year? contract. Okay. And we're 10 years in, 40 parties deep. We, we've got... Yeah. Looking at the calendar, we were actually talking about this this morning at our meeting. And Do you guys actually have meetings at the nation? Holy cow. I don't go to them. No. They don't ask me to you're, come. You're I, in court right yeah, now. Yeah, mostly I'm in behind bars, yeah. Yeah, well, we do. We have actual talks about things. Mm-hmm. And stuff and Amazing. internet and yeah. wires and cables. And Excel spreadsheets about- and Word documents and Arial 14 font point. <laughs> huh? Go on. And this we isn't were, live, uh, is it? Talking about the next event. It's probably coming up in early December, maybe late November. Okay. I like it, boys. I yeah. like it. What's well, the scheme? What's the angle? It's the 10 year anniversary, baby. Oh, yeah. Can you believe it? 10 years. How many readers of the nation? I'm sure there's lots. Have had like children and family in the last ten years, right? Like you've probably seen a lot of not people us, right? Gr- bag milk, <laughs> knuckles. Hey, there we go. <laughs> he just fist bumped. <laughs> That's on right. A podcast. I honestly think that if you went back to the first time we hung out at the pint, you and I, we haven't aged a day. We haven't hit a milestone of life. I probably still have the same condom in my wallet that I was keeping, gangster. You know, we haven't made any of those life milestones occur. Look You're living same. with a gal, yeah, weirdo. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's like ten years. Holy ten smokes. Years. I found the nation probably 2008, I think. Yeah, yeah. I found it before it started. You were there. <laughs> it was it fucked before it started. Woo, I'll tell you what. So that's kind of the plans for the next nation. Yeah, and it's November 23rd is the 10th anniversary because I remember year one starting working on it in like July and I hired a web contractor because wow. in those days it was $100 million to get a website built. And I'm like, we're going to have this baby up by the start of the season, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Let's do that. Let's do this. November 23rd. That's when we launched. Because we, We've gone over the history of the nation, but it was the Ryan Smith trade, which was February of 07 was kind of the beginning of. Yeah, we were up and running right? by so, the end of the year. Yeah, I guess 10 years. Holy smokes. That was as fast as I could move. I'm like. What? You traded Smitty? I'm starting a website. Months from now. Well, no, Bring Ryan Home was a legitimate oh, thing. Oh, that's but, true. Yeah. Do you still have that domain? Uh, That's a very good question. We should give away one of those shirts. See, that's out. why I don't you know where my insurance is, because I'm still now. wondering, like, do I still have Bring94Home.com? What's that, officer? Here's my insurance, officer. This is a web domain. <laughs> yeah, you wrote the word insurance on a piece of paper and then Bring Ryan Home question mark underneath it. Uh, we're going to get into, obviously, what happened on the ice over the weekend, but quickly before we move forward, I mentioned the nation's grown quite a bit. I want to give a shout out to my buddy Ryan, who is an Oiler fan out on the West Coast. Yeah. He tunes in every single week. He and his wife are good friends of mine. So shout out to Ryan. Anyone else want to shout out a friend yeah. of theirs? I know this. I want to shout out my boy Dane Thompson, who I ran into at the game last night. Big friend of the show. Yep. He says, yeah, I was listening to the podcast. I said, really? How is it? He said, yeah, you know, it's good. And the way he said good, it was not good. It's but not he offensive. listens. You're listening, aren't no. you, Dane? Yep. We got you once. He's probably not listening anymore. Oh, he will be. His friends will tell him. I mean, it's not offensive. That's a win, right? You should shout out somebody who doesn't exist. Just shout out two names put together. Last week, I was shouting out Connor McDavid, Taylor Hall. These are all real people. Famous listeners. Uh, You know, Jason uh, out there in Vegreville. That's the one. Yeah. Brant Johnson in Towfield. What up, Brant? Thanks for listening. The fine folks in Thorsby. Yeah. How you doing, Thorsby? How you doing? How you living out there? This is a segment that will now be sponsored by The Nation Shouts Out Random Hotspots in Alberta. 
Today, Thorsby. Tomorrow, Mundare. Unbelievable. I think we're on to something. Mundare is a fine, fine sausage-making town. Absolutely. Who hasn't laughed when they've driven past that statue? What statue? You haven't seen the Mundare statue? No. It's fantastic. I'm not allowed to drive more more than five (laughs) kilometers outside (laughs) the city core. now. No, there's a statue of giant sausages, and picture what that looks like driving through the prairies. It looks like a turd. Are people doing like the equivalent of the Leaning Tower of Pisa where they position themselves like four kilometers away and stick their grinds out and it looks as though they've <laughs> got the biggest be. sausage? Because I, I wouldn't do that if you're wondering. No. You have already have. That's what you got to take. I've never for, seen really. the Mundare this sausage. One, yeah, that is very true. I'm actually blown away. Well, we'll do a road Which trip. Which direction is Mundare from Edmonton? East. Well, like, shout out Vegreville. I believe it's either after Vegreville or just before Vegreville. Since we're talking monuments, you got to shout out the egg, right? Oh, the Pasanka. I got many good friends in Vegreville, home of Kyle Brodziak. On Earth, it's like I'm a visitor to your planet. What 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 egg? There's a giant Ukrainian Easter egg in Vegerville that is like the biggest pasanka in the world. What happened? Like at some point in the 70s, was someone like, okay, we're gonna make the world's largest baseball bat. Oh no, you didn't. We're gonna make the world's largest sausage. Oh no, you didn't. Check out this giant Easter egg. Like. Why was there this bonanza of building giant garbage? It's Not to say it's garbage. No, but it, there was that was a thing in the seventies and eighties. In Edmonton, we have the bat you mentioned, the, bat, the boot, the big ass boot that's yeah. right around here. Yeah, yeah, the giant Easter egg. I'm imagine the Easter egg was because of the massive Ukrainian population in Vegreville. But yeah, a massive pasanka, and like maybe twenty minutes after that, the massive sausage in 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 Mundare. Shout out to Mournville, where I went to school, who had the world's biggest toque. No. Biggest toque in Mornville? Absolutely. Really? Can it fit it on the egg? I only Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> now you're talking about Alberta history. I only saw it once. It was put away forever, ever after. Really? Yeah. Wow. I Shout didn't know you went big to, I, I didn't know you went to high school in Mornville. We have an actual feud now. You have an actual fact in your life that's out too. You from, uh, I'm from Gibbons Bonacord? No, I'm from St. Albert, unfortunate. Uh, oh, unfortunate. For, I love St. Albert. Uh, Screw everyone else. <laughs> now they're looking at each other all yeah, side eyes. Yeah. It's the Montagues and the Capulets. <laughs> Can't you see you're in love with each other? That is very true. We'll have to get into more of our blood feud later. Tell you, we'll take a quick timeout because we got a lot in that first 12 minutes. Yeah, there's a lot of we'll words. Take a quick timeout. We'll think about more Alberta monuments. We can shout out in the next half. This is a real life podcast. Juan Amajo and Bag Milk. We haven't mentioned Fitting Canada. Over 7 trillion parts to serve you. Unbelievable. Fitting Canada. It's late, and you just finished a full day of work. Your equipment is done for the day, and tomorrow bright and early, you start all over again. You know what you need to keep it running smoothly, but there's not a break in the schedule to make that happen. With over 1.4 million cat parts at your fingertips on parts.cat.com, getting that part just became easier. Any device, anytime, anywhere. Get what you need, when you need it. Order today, parts.cat.com. We're back on the Real Life Podcast, live from Mundare, Alberta. The 12 minutes sausages. in, did a break, hey? We this did. is an organized affair. Not only 12 minutes in, we also drove to Mundare, yeah, plugged in that's right. the potatoes, and now yeah. we're recording live from under the sausage. And boys, I gotta say, our ratings are taking a massive spike. They are, the irony of it all. We spike pulled... means good, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah, they're spiking like You're oil. the radio guy, Nash. You're like, you gotta tell us what's going I'm on. I'm on AM radio. You gotta like, hit us up. Yeah, that's true. You gotta hit us up with like, the lingo. Like, we're, we're doing a 12-4 in the third quarter. Don't you guys understand? A big 10-4? Yeah. My... No, they're spiking. So, first of all, suck on that Canucks army. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, thanks to all you guys that are listening. Thank you. I don't know why you'd be listening to this hot garbage. Yeah, we pulled the numbers, and apparently there's a small village of you out there. Yeah. 
Incredible. Well, and like the Eberly, sorry to interrupt, no, no. but the, the Eberly podcast, which to me is the high moment of Western civilization, has now been lapped by like six or seven different shows for downloads. Because people are just curious to what type of legal issues will you get in next? Yeah. That's becoming this has a turned thing into now. a This is what's happened. It's turned into a law podcast, and it's like second year law students listening to the profile of an idiot, so when they see them in the courtroom, they can pounce. They can slow, they've seen it getting worse and worse and worse and yeah. worse and worse. It's like Stringer Bell in the first episode of The Wire just hanging out in the back drawing stuff like oh, I'm getting ready to pounce oh. did my wire reference just go over both of you I don't know a wire I don't okay. watch well, that's one of the shows you haven't watched yeah well all of them yes more or less although I am starting to watch this show called First Dates have you heard about this no so it's <laughs> like a Shaw on. it's a Shaw show so okay. shout out to Shaw but all your stuff's garbage and it's an Earl's in Vancouver they take over like once in a blue moon and everybody in it's on a first date wow and they film everybody and then you get to watch the awkwardness of the first date, and then they bring the two people into the room after and ask them if they're going to go on another date. Whoa. It's awesome. Oh, that just reminds me of those awesome shows from the 90s. Do you know what I mean? Like Blind Date. And yeah, it's like this. It's like Blind Date. That's the best. Well, I love that. There's even some other ones, like as recent as like eight or nine years ago. Do you guys remember Dating in the Dark? Yeah, I, what? you know what? I was obsessed with that show. Yeah, there was like but one of those the show ones... just be dark the whole time and you yeah. can't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> so these people what? would like find each other and like touch each other's face and pitch no. black. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing ever. There was a marathon and I was hooked for a whole day, didn't leave my bed, watched it like eight episodes of it. So the show is just dark screen with what, subtitles or just fumbling and like, ow, my eye. Kind of there's I think night vision goggles were yeah, a point like, at some point. It's the Paris Hilton porn video. It's like night night what vision. What would that like, look like? He asked innocently. <laughs> This night vision, they're like just reaching out and like kind of fumbling around, knocking into stuff. It's the best. I think the point was to prove that true love is blind, but it was just imagine being in the elevator pitch for like, listen, I got a show. Yeah. I need 44 <laughs> minutes on Prime. Yeah, time. we're not going to yeah. actually show anything. Real cheap, I promise. So, what was the name first, of the show? First, first Dates. First and it's dates? fantastic. That actually would oh. be kind of like. It'd be like, it's like driving past a car accident, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I'm curious what Rick and Bonnie are going to do. On well, humanity is just so extraordinarily awkward, right? And as the leader of the awkward pack, I think it's just funny to watch people on their first dates with all their hangups just sit down, look at each other. I read this book once called The Social Animal. You ever heard that book? No, I haven't. It's no. like the science of dating. It's you know, awesome. But it's funny because it's like your brain will look at somebody and size them up like a like face scanning software and like what you're attracted to is the ratio between your eyes and your upper lip and the top of your nose really? and like your brain just looks at all of this shit in a second and then computes either go for it stud or no dice. All happens that quickly. And you might Whoa. like fight it and be like, oh no, like occasionally I suppose people can grow into it or whatever, but like most of the time you'll know on some level, like instantaneously, if that's the one. Is it also, when you're in public, isn't it also very obvious when you can see who is on a first date and who is not? I find movie theaters, that's a fun game I play on Friday nights. So you Who's take on the a first look date? around. Oh, yeah. And it, it is fairly obvious, yeah. isn't it? It's a terrible first date. Yeah, that is very true. Let's go sit and look, 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 this guy. Like, what'd you do on your first date? Well, I was living on an island in Thailand. Took my old missus out in one of them skinny boats and showed her the sunset. Is that honestly what your first date was? Probably. Like milk? Actually, not far off, really. really? Like, if we did the thing where, like, you light the torches and they oh go up in the sky God. and, like, you go for tacos. Maybe after we're like, wishing for each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tacos? Do you have the pizza with the mayo on it? That's the best thing on PP. <sighs> what? Mayo on pizza? What? Where are you from? Belgium? Of course. I feel like you're from Belgium. Maybe I am. Maybe that's why I don't obey Canadian road laws. (laughs) Mash, intervene here. Mayo on a pizza? Mayonnaise does not belong on anything anywhere all the time, man. (laughs) What? I am not a picky eater, but I will, like, refuse to eat mayonnaise. What? Mayonnaise is the devil's Mayonnaise on pizza on 
PP Island. I assume the mayo's out in the sun all day long, <laughs> yeah. getting some of that thick mold on her. And you scrape that off, you put it on your za. No, I uh, that would ruin a first date for me if she's like, "Hey, let's put a little <laughs> mayo on." But this. this is the kind of stuff on first dates. Like people be like, "Oh, really? You're gonna or-? like one guy ordered um, a vodka soda, which I respect, yep. but he like really prissily asked, no lime. I want a thinly cut cucumber. Ah, uh, you lot, yeah. And the girl was like, Mm-mm! and like he that was it. That was done. Like the date was basically over. That's the social animal. If you order cucumber, you're either gonna like the, the girls be like, "Oh yeah, cucumber, you're hard to maintain. I get it," or you're on your way out. <laughs> Yeah, is that that is the worst drink ever? Vodka uh, soda? No, no, the, with the thinly sliced cucumber. That's what is offensive to me. Oh, yeah. I like vodka soda. I agree. A little bit of lime, delightful. And with Fine. The, with all due respect to the service industry, how much effort is a, someone going to put into a thinly cut cucumber? Well, these fancy the, bars, they do, right? They're like, um, yeah. Can I name each of my ice cubes before you put them in my glass? Like, oh, this is antique ice, sir. We had this going <laughs> since 1963 in a freezer uptown. What, what What was the worst first day that stood out for you on this first? Was it the cucumber? Because that oh, on the show, like, I even have my own. Show. Oh yeah, no, on the show, <laughs> we can get. Oh to that. man, there. There's like show. some crazy stuff. Like, oh, I, I've only maybe watched five or six episodes. I don't want to ruin it for anybody who's out there listening. But there are some couples that you're like, oh, they set them up to watch like Opposites Attract, like Paula Abdul and that cartoon cat in the video <laughs> yeah. for Opposites oh, Attract. They're setting absolutely. up these people to fail. Oh, this sounds like it's right in my wheelhouse. It's good. I mean, I live tweet Teen Mom. How could I not love this show? Well, and yes, exactly. This all was triggered because what show did you mention that was actually good? The Wire? The Wire, yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the Wire is good. And then... Suck on that Canucks army. We turned The Wire into 45 minutes about first dates. You know what we should do? We should have a nation a nation singles event. Get all the singles together at the nation. No. Nope. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's been squashed I don't already. think anybody at the nation is single. Not even readers. Everyone. Oh, listeners, readers. Listeners. Oh. Everyone. No, 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 Bring no. them all in. No. Let's put, let's, let's, it'll be like that speed dating scene from 40-Year-Old Virgin. Yeah. You know oh. who I'm really into? Gina. Like, that's what it could be. China was cool though, right? I don't know. Putting everybody in a room to me just seems like a lawsuit waiting to happen. And I've been pulled over in the last three have hours. Have you ever done speed dating? No. I have not, no. You have answered you? that pretty No, quickly. I've never. Uh, no, I couldn't imagine it. I'm awkward enough as it is. Oh, yeah, no. Let alone three minutes being awkward with 30 people. Yeah, no. no. Yeah, I'm more of like a, a slow burn. I make a horrible first impression. <laughs> it's, you need like a month and a half just to realize, oh, this guy's not an asshole. A slow burn. That's really, that's how I describe dating, Mark Michaud, is really, it's it's a slow burn, fellas. Oh, my fellas. Oh, yeah. I'm talking to you guys. <laughs> Shut it to all the guys, I, I will guess. take this part out of the pocket. We'll just go back to home. Oh, no, you won't. <laughs> you guys watch The Wire? So the oil will just be a really hard edit. Uh, well, I think we've gone off the rails. Boy, that Brassois really can't make a save. Uh, not, not a good weekend for the Oilers. No. Obviously, it's still very, very real. Let's go back to Saturday night. You're in Vancouver. It's their home opener. It's their first game of the year, which is a little bit bizarre. I think a lot of it gets chalked up, but I think just Vancouver is amped up, ready to go. And the Oilers' big three really wasn't outstanding over the weekend. And I also think that it didn't help that they took seven pe- uh, seven yeah. penalties. I mean, yeah. when you're shorthanded for nearly a period, you're you're kind of behind the eight ball. It's the first time we saw Angry Todd. First time in a long time mm. we've seen Angry Todd on Saturday. And he wasn't what? pleased. I think he had a reason, though. Wanye well, posted his picture on Instagram after. Oh, we were living. all Angry Todd. Oh, yeah. I think we every did. single Oiler fan was Angry Todd. Funny, though, because the bandwagon's just emptying out again. Everybody, see you later. We're taking names. You want, Can I have my seat back at the front of the... Get the fuck out of here. It's playoffs. But I also find that interesting. If you're at all critical... Today on Twitter, I said that I think there's holes on the roster. Sure. I got accused of panicking yeah. about 50 times. I was like, sure. whoa, how did you make that jump? I was just kind of, you know, I still believe. They still got Connor. We still, we're game three. Come on. Yeah. Come on. No panic here. No panic. Is Talbot's not broken, is no, he? No, oh, not at all. I think it's just, Todd McCollum said it today, and we said it all the time, just a lot went right for them last year, and I think they kind of forgot how hard 
and by they, I mean the team, how hard they had to work to get to that level right mm-hmm. now. And, you know, maybe they're reading their their press clippings too much after the home opener. Is really, it reading or eating? Both. Maybe, wow. Maybe both. They're eating their press clippings. <laughs> That's, That's how the you problem. Really they got the too news. much ink in their system Bad from the newsprint. Yeah. That could have been it. Or mm-hmm. just maybe they ran into two teams. You know, like over an, over an 82-game season, I truly believe it comes down to, like, there's, there's 20 games that no matter what you do, you're not going to win. And there's 20 games that no matter what you do, you're not going to lose. Whether the other team is on fire or whatever, and it just comes down to those other 40. So what happened over the weekend? I don't know. I'm not hitting the panic button just yet. It's game three out of 79 still to come. But listen, you'd rather not lose to the Canucks and Jets as early as you possibly did. At least on the bright side, like with the oddity of the schedule that the Oilers have 12 weeks off between yeah. games for some yeah. reason. They don't play they until a, the new year. It's, yeah. they, they got amazing. a lot of time to practice and kind of sharpen up, and I'm sure Todd's going to yell at them. And Is that what you want, though, or do you want to be hammering out games every other night until you just blow through whatever wall you're... Probably both, but yep. they don't have the option of of being able to. With so the bye weeks and the way the schedules are, right? And the Connor week, where he takes yeah, exactly. a week off after his mm. birthday. Exactly. I think you just got to, if life is giving you lemons, you got to make lemonade right now. So, yeah, I think they'd rather be back at it a game every other night, but they got to wait until the weekend. Better game against the Jets, though. At least we got a couple scores. And the highlight of the night for me was Anthony, Pat Maroon's son, shouting himself out on the scoreboard. Oh, Did really? you see that? No, I know. It's like, happy Thanksgiving from the Oilers. And then they show whoever, and then they show Pat, and then Anthony's sitting next to him. He's like, hey, Pat Maroon, happy Thanksgiving. And he points at Anthony, and he's like, hey, it's me, Anthony. Hi, Oilers fans. And we're like, yeah. Anthony, like your Edmonton son. We love you, Anthony. He might be like the most popular Oiler family member. The Talbot twins had a good run. Mm, yeah. But I think it might be Anthony Maroon right now. When it's, we, sorry? it's funny you mentioned that because when I saw Anthony on TV last night, I'm like, oh, Patty's going to have a big game. Yeah. That's just what I've come is to Is he expect. living in Edmonton now or is he still in St. Louis? They were talking about it on the broadcast last night. He's in town once a month. Goes back to St. Louis and then back and forth. A lot of commuting for the little man. That's tough. I'll make fun of the Squire here because I know he doesn't listen to this thing. But when we were in Anaheim for the playoffs, we were staying in like a roach motel and he's on his bed and I'm on my bed and we are very, very drunk post one of the games. And this, he talks in his sleep and I Ooh. sleep super deep and never hear it. But all I heard him say during the sleep <laughs> as he rolled over was... I just love Pat Maroon. He loves Anthony so much. He loves his son and rolled over. And I was like, yeah, that'll play. It's playoffs. He just loves his son so much. Like, huh? Real quick, I just want to touch on, uh, So you brought the Squire up on your Instagram, I believe, for not throwing a hat. Yes. Yeah. After oh, yeah. a hat trick. Uh, Twitter. We, were light, we lit it on fire. What do you think about that? No, you got to throw your hat. If you're close enough. Yeah. You got to throw your hat. I agree. I think so. I've always wanted to throw my hat. And I was lucky enough to have really good seats for game six against Anaheim when Drysdale scored a hat trick. Mm-hmm. First thing, hat off. And it was my favorite hat. But you got to do it. You got to do it. Got to do it. I agree. Call the squire out. Yeah. If you're and that Nupsie. close. Yeah. There's no reason. These guys work at HQ. There's no reason why they can't just go and purloin another hat. I understand the the, the reply will be like, oh, hats are expensive. They throw the hat, man. That's a story to tell. You have a hat, yes. like you're wearing your own hat company. I'm sure Johnny New Era, when he goes to games and his favorite hockey player gets a hat trick, throws it on the ice. I've never been fortunate enough to be wearing a hat during a hat trick, so yeah, like, you gotta do that. And it was a Connor hat trick, too. Like, my, mine came flying off, and then later on in the night when we were watching the highlights, he scored the hat trick again on the highlights, and I took my other hat off and threw it at the TV and said, you see, boys, that's how you celebrate a hat trick. You know what this equates to? You know, in, in other sports, like in the NBA, they'll have like a whiteout or a blue out. Will hand out free T-shirts? Yeah. There's always that one asshole that doesn't want to wear the T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what not throwing your hat is. Nope. Like, I yes. picked my outfit earlier today, and my shoes match my belt, match my T-shirt. Yeah. yeah. It's like a sea of white, and you just see that one guy wearing a red T-shirt. Like, yeah. What are you doing? There's always one of those guys, and so that, that's bad. 
And it's always fun in the concourse when you're walking around and everybody's got the hilarious hair because just every dude threw their hat on the exactly. ice. Every dude and lady threw their hat on the ice. It's yeah. the best. The it's best. hilarious. And you see the store owner fist pumping as 20 people walk into a store well, that looking to buy a new Well, in theory, is the squire going, look at all those hats that just flew off everyone's heads. You should be thrilled there's a hat trick. Yes, that is bad. So if any other hat tricks happen, anyone at the nation, throw your damn hat. Now, what happened last night, speaking of hat tricks, because what's his tits got a hat trick and like three hats went on the ice and then another thing went on the ice. Oh, really? I didn't see the other thing. Because I put a photo on Twitter. I'm like, ha ha, look at this nerd throwing his hat on the ice. And then someone's like, that wasn't a hat. That was a disgusting mystery object. And I was like, ah ha, what, what do you mean? I don't understand disgusting and mystery. He goes, oh, just ask around or something. Did someone throw poop on the ice? Is that I what was, we're I don't to? think it was poop. I don't know what it was, but if anybody knows... Oh, please tweet us. Yeah. Please thank the Lord. DM Majo your measurements and tell him also about what was thrown on the ice. <laughs> All I could think of is that the lines... Are, how are the lines, by the way, at Rogers Place? Did they fix that? The lines for what? To get in? To the bathroom. Because oh. all I could think of is that somebody thought forward, I'm going to drink a lot of beers, diaper on, diaper on the ice. It's a lot of forethought. I know guys that used to do that for football games. They'd sit like in way like in row eighty, like, rather than going up and down. <laughs> not I so well cra- shit in my pants, which not is so disgusting. Crazy, not so crazy now, am I, Wanya? Yeah. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't think that adult diapers should be something that you just elect to use one day. Like mm, diapers, I think that that's like the last line of retention if that, you need them terribly. That's a bridge that once you cross, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. Right? I think so, because then you're just like, well, should I ever really use a toilet again? And then you're just sitting in your own <laughs> crap. <laughs> We don't know what the mystery bag is. That, that's a little actually concerning. But at least, thank the Lord, we're not talking about jerseys being thrown on the ice anymore. At least mm. talking about yeah. mystery about bags. The dude hats. in Detroit that threw the initial octopus on and he's banned from the new arena. What? <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, no, not the new thing. You could do that the old one. And so he goes and throws the octopus and everything. Yay! And then the security took him away and he's banned. And he's hoping the team will reconsider. I mean, for the first one, you all got to let it go. And you've got to think the team was prepared for that. They're to the Detroit Red Wings. Well, and there isn't like thousands of octopuses, no. octopi rather, mm-hmm. raining down from above. It's like two occasionally. I've always like, I respect that they do that all the time, but I would not want to be the guy who has to tape the octopi to himself to get into a game. That's the real hero. Yeah. That and the guy in Nashville did it with a catfish. Like that's a lot of effort to do that. I would not want to. And then you're like, oh, I won't go directly to the game. I got to make a few stops first. Then you're like, stop at the salmon market. Yeah, you're standing in line at Starbucks with a catfish taped to your left thigh. People are like, what's that smell? Is it a catfish? People threw used to throw steaks on the ice in 06. I remember. That's something I could maybe pick up. But also, I want to get your guys' thoughts on this. I don't know how much college football you guys watch. Oh, you'd be surprised (laughs) Uh, how little. Over the weekend, the University of Florida, Gainesville, it's where Tom Petty was from. So they played I Won't Back Down at the end of the third quarter. And you had like 90,000 people singing I Won't Back Down. It was really cool to see. You see different markets, different arena have different songs. They play at different times. Do we need that in Edmonton? Do we need a song at the start of the third period that everyone's going to get fired up for? Where are the traditions in Edmonton? This is one thing I don't understand, right? Like... Nashville, amazing. They've got so many things that they started, and they're like, one minute left in the first period. Thanks, Paul. Everyone yells Paul to the guy in the score clock, and then True North and scared the hell out of me when I was in Winnipeg. Why'd they yell that out and stuff like that? We need all that stuff. Yes. Honestly, there's lots, and it could be something, a song could be a chant, because it's not just unique to... Like hockey, it's college football, it's nuts. NBA has something. Did you NFL see that thing? Was it Ohio with the children's hospital? Did you see that going around? No. So they have an, the University of Ohio. Um, they have a children's hospital that overlooks their football stadium. 
and they do a thing in whatever quarter where everyone turns and waves to the children's hospital and all the little kitties are on the top floor and they wave to That's everybody cool. and the cheerleaders go up in there with them. What a great tradition. I think it's it a is. brand new thing, too. Yeah. I'm not saying we have to go to that length, because as much as we'd love to have the stallery and drill a hole in the arena and give them a window and everything like that, we if only there was an organization of Oilers fans that were together online and could start things this very is, easily. This is something we need. We need a chant, or we need some type of song. A song example I use is Wisconsin NCAA football. They play jump around at the start of every fourth quarter, and the student section literally jumps around and you can feel the stadium shake. And the engineering firm that built the stadium is like, why? Why are you doing this? This was never in our diagram. But they've been doing it for that long. Uh, Virginia Tech walks out to enter Sandman and everyone goes berserk. We need something like that. Yeah. That reminds me in the playoffs, everybody jumping in Ford Hall after the games when they won. The Ford Hall bounce. The floor floor is shaking. You're like, oh, I don't know if this is supposed to happen. I'm over the road right Uh now. I've never experienced the Ford Hall bounce, but I've heard it's a real thing. It's a real thing. I was there with Carrie, my buddy, and he's like, "Uh, I know a lot about a lot, and this isn't supposed to do that. Like, I think they're just waiting for the actual... Uh, square to open up, and oh, then they're going to sho- shove us all out there. That would but in the meantime, maybe not in the winter though. That would be sense. But would you guys want to chant a song? Like, what, what, what's jumping to mind? Start of the third period, or, or how about Oilers up by a goal with two minutes to go in the third period? We were racking our brains the other day of what can we yell during the anthem? Because the best way to invent something new is to copy something someone else is doing and tweak it very slightly. A lot of the good words are taken. Strong. No one yells strong for two North strong and free. So we could all yell strong. So there's O Canada. Yeah. We stand on guard for the... No. We all yell God for God keep our land and <laughs> yeah. just scare the hell. God! Yeah, what? <laughs> that was jarring. Yeah. <laughs> that's something... That's homework a, for... A chant, a song, a thing where we all stand like Liverpool and yell, you'll never walk alone and hold our scarves out in front of us. We can be... We have to be able to do it. I uh, think our tradition's alcoholism. Yeah. Drinking too much? Exactly. Friday and Saturday night? I got a chant going in the playoffs last year. You did? It's my proudest moment of all was time. Was a Mark Letestu chant? Oh, I wish it was a Mark Letestu <laughs> chant. What chant did you That'd get going? so good. Martin Jones in the first round was letting goals in through the five hole like crazy. Yeah. So I kept saying on Twitter that we should start a five hole chant in the building. And it was game, it was uh, the DeHarnay winner game. Game five. Out of the corner, I hear just the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. It's the five hole chant starting. And then I started hearing it go around. Oh, wow. So you started it 2017 style where you tweeted about it. You weren't standing up, motioning for the section to join you. It was fantastic. It's amazing how those things take off. I remember game three against Detroit in 06, and I got into the stadium, and my buddy just ran up to me. He's like, hey, man, good to see you. Just to let you know, tonight it's let's go Oilers, Detroit sucks. And he ran away, and I was like, yes. And I haven't seen him since. Yeah, never. I think he died an hour later. Unbelievable. But that was fun. That was the original Twitter. You had to run up to people, yell something, and run away. But it is fun when those things get going. So we need one of those. So have you started a chant besides... Never. I didn't know it could just be done willy-nilly. I started a chant at wrestling once. That was fun. What was it? It was at indie wrestling, and there was a wrestler named Priest, whose gimmick was a vampire, naturally, right? Right. So I just started chanting, Priest is awful. And sure enough, the whole Lions Community Center joined in with a Priest is awful chant. Unbelievable. And it was weird. I'm like, oh, man, I kind of maybe ruined that guy's night. Or maybe he liked it. Maybe he was a heel. But I was just booing this stranger because I didn't like his gimmick That's after three pops on a Saturday night. So good. A friend did, of mine. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Did you go to, Mash, did you go to Nate? I did, yes. Do you remember Oakfest? I do. One time Vanilla Ice was performing at Oakfest. <laughs> when did you go to Nate, by the way? No. Graduated 2004, <laughs> he was coming. It wasn't original Vanilla Ice oh, hot. It, was, no, it no, wasn't no, like no. Ice Ice Baby it and the, the Hammer Pants. It was the flipping house as Vanilla Ice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. 
And me and a buddy were waiting for Vanilla Ice to come out on stage. And we started screaming, go ninja, go ninja, yes. go. And the whole crowd got into it. And he came out and performed the first verse of Go Ninja Go from Ninja Turtles 2. Yes. Probably the proudest moment of so my life. So let me get this straight. Life. You've started two chants? Two. Really? Everything happens in threes, though. You know what that means. You've got a third one in you. The next game you're going to, That's you what she start said. a chant. That's impressive. Mm. Not the next game you go to. You need to save this. Mm. Playoffs are coming. Yeah. 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 We'll get back to hockey quickly, but... Ninja we're talking Turtles about hockey in an inadvertent I, I long talk way around. Ninja Turtles 2. Did you guys have Ninja Turtles 2 on VHS? I still do have Ninja Turtles so you, 2 on VHS. You're familiar with the Suburban Commando trailer before. Of course. Okay. Of course. Is that with Hulk Hogan? Yes. Of course. And um, Doc Brown. What's his name? Christopher Lloyd. And he delivers the best line, I was frozen today! <laughs> I've never seen Suburban Commando, but I've seen that preview about 16,000 times. Oh, it's a great movie. Hulk Hogan was a hell of an actor. You've actually seen Suburban Commando? I have. There's a line in the preview, goes, what are you going to do, rough you up? This is the 90s. We're going to sue you. Oh, Which yeah. sounds so dated, and it was almost 30 years ago. We're still suing in 2017. Oh, jeez. Hulk knows. Uh, we should start an anti-Yarmir Yager chant for the next time the Flames come into town. See, I like Yarmir Yager as a flame. He's old, he's decrepit, it's giving them something to talk about while their arena turns to dust. You know what is odd, though, about that is I find a, a select group of Oiler fans were fully on the let's bring Yarmir to Edmonton train. I was. But as soon as he went to Calgary, everyone's like, ah, screw that guy. It seemed like the ball dropped real yeah. quickly. He isn't decrepit at all. Like, what was he, like 55% of the NHL wasn't born when he started playing, but he was still was 35th in points or something last year? That's the opposite of decrepit. Where I thought he could have fit in was maybe offensive zone starts, power play time, kind of take the the slowness kind of out of it. Put him offensive zone, power play, lead the you know the players sell a ton of jerseys, pay himself off in exactly. merch. That's why I thought it was a fit for the Oilers. They have the space. But did you guys not see like the flippers? Or is that just me that I saw some Oilers fans make the? Flip oh, hundred percent. Right oh, we're flipping and flopping. It's bloody October. We haven't decided on shit. Three games have been played. You got to flop. Oh, you got to flip. That is very. Good. You got to. I, I think it's good for Yager though. I think that. Uh, it's amazing that he can still play, first of all. Yeah. It's phenomenal. It's beyond amazing he wants to still play. Like, what percentage of people... Yeah, but how much has he made? A lot of money. He's got to have at least 100 bucks tucked away somewhere for his retirement. Then he own a KHL team, too? Also, think about how much money he probably made in those three years in the cage. <laughs> oh, it wasn't money. Yeah. <laughs> we would pay you in bones. <laughs> but the fact that he still wants to play at 46, that's like admirable dedication to the game of hockey. You remember like mid-time? I remember one time I went to a Capitals practice of all things and Yager was just sitting on the bench and it's like he had to be at the arena <laughs> but he didn't have to be on the ice and then there is a defense, I think it was Rick Barry and he was like doing things around pylons, working on his lateral mobility and then Yager just got up, did the drill backwards, twice as fast as Rick Barry could forwards, <laughs> laughing the entire time and then the coach was like everybody down here and he went to the other end of the ice and just started shooting empty net goals. He's come a long way from that Yager. The practice stories about Yager, Yager, we could fill. We could get his former teammates on, just do hours of Yager practice stories. Struds once told a story about how after practice in New York, Yager was, hey, you want to come work on your shot after practice? He goes, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to work with Yager, Yager. No, he just wanted Struds to pass the puck to him. Really? <laughs> Yager wasn't going to help. He was just, hey, go stand there and pass me the pucks as I... <laughs> the honor's all yours, yeah, Struds. as I rattle off 200 shots into this empty net. It's something that I never thought would be injected into the Battle of Alberta, though. 
like the old man mullet. Like it is. Yeah. It'll be weird when he does suit up for that first. Well, and he's flipped the script now. Now he's going to work out at four in the morning and dragging rookies around by their ears and making everybody do squats and stuff. Like, do you believe that he thinks Connor can score a hundred goals, or is he just spouting at this? Is it precisely what he was brought in to do? Sound bites and merch sales. It is funny that the Flames they sign their player, and the first thing he does is goes and praises the arch rival's best player. But can you not? No, it's hard to. You know what I mean? Even last year, he was always tweeting about McDavid. And, was he? Oh, he tweeted, like, I took a selfie during the McDavid breakaway, and it was like a meerkat with big eyes. Like, he's a fan, clearly. How can he? But, like, I feel like a lot of guys that play in the NHL have to be fans of the game, right? Oh, I think they all are. Like, they they play it up, but they clearly, they're watching TSN on their off nights, and they're oh, watching yeah, yeah, yeah. every game's on their own. Like, they're fan, they, they know what's going on around the league. For sure. And I think that there's also probably a ton of closeted haters of Connor, too. Probably. Because you're like, yeah, I'm Jack Eichel. I look like I just ate a lemon, and I'm mad. Connor McDavid way better than me. And oops, look, I've got that diaper on like Majo's buddy did at the football <laughs> game. Uh, the 100 goals. I think you're probably going to think it's possible, Of right? course it's possible. Have you seen the guy? He could have had five goals in the opener, and they still wouldn't have thrown their hats. Well, I think the point, um, Yarger said, like, he missed three breakaways in that game alone on opening night. 100 goals. Impossible or within the... Who knows what'll happen? <sighs> What's more likely, 200 points or 100 goals? 200 points has been done before. Wow, but it's a modern era, though. Uh, yeah. I forgot Jumbo Joe had 125 points, though, mm. the other day. That was in 06, right? When he was his MVP year? Yeah. He was traded from Boston to San Jose? And I would argue, based on nothing, that Connor's much, much, much better than yeah. Jumbo Joe was that year. Probably. So if he can get 125 points, Connor can get 725 points by my math. And that was the year Chichu had 56 goals, I want to say. Yeah. Will Connor ever have a winger score 56 goals? Absolutely. Yeah. I think so. Is that winger on the team currently? Mm. Maybe he's playing for the Devils. Maybe he's a retool. No, <laughs> no, no bag milk. No more Taylor Hall. <laughs> I mean, he could be. Like, you never know, right? I feel like... Did anybody expect Chris Kunitz to score as many goals as he did well, kind of thing? Or Patty Maroon to have the year he yeah, had last I mean, year, even though I love him and Anthony's well-raised. I mean, if you're Connor McDavid, like, you're so special. He's 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 Neo. You know what yeah, I mean? He's yeah. playing yes, a different yes, game. He is Neo. That's exactly it. He also the, knows Kung Fu. All the agents can try and pile on. That's every. That's that agent, that gif where Neo fires up all the agents. That is the NHL trying to keep up with Connor. Yeah, exactly. But it is an interesting conversation that other players in the league are now saying, like, I don't think he'll get 100 goals, but I think I think at some point in his career, I think 130, 140 is definitely doable. For points? Yeah. Unbelievable. See, the trick is for cheering for Connor, and this is the only guy in the league like this, is you have to manage your expectations. You can't be like, oh, I'm livid because he got a hat-trick in game one, but where was he in game three? Like, you, even Gretzky had nights off. Yeah. Everybody had nights off, right? And so, like, sitting around being like, can Connor get 100 goals or 200 points? The question is, if he doesn't do that and he only gets 106 points, are people going to be like, well, this is just a bunch of bullshit. That's why we don't have the money to sign Yager because this fucking guy's skating around only getting 108 points. But some... Honestly, some <laughs> probably will, though. Yeah. That's the day and age we live in. For some sure. Some probably will. Well, it's funny. Like, last night, Oilers lost. People are tweeting. I, I got two last night on The Nation. I need to fire McClellan already. And I, so I tweeted about him, like, who had game three on the scorecard? <laughs> like, but that brings the point. Like, eventually, there are going to be people that turn on Connor for I will whatever. find them individually and ruin their credit ratings using the dark web. Yes. We'll sell all their info on exactly. tour Exactly. We'll go into Equifax again in a second hack, and we'll get their information. <laughs> and next thing you know, you have a Discover card in your name that may or may not have some purchases. It'll be really weird, though, when that does happen. And it 
probably will. We have happen. to swear, swear a three man blood oath in the podcast name, real life. We will defend Connor online. I, I, even if he has a bad game, how can you not appreciate this fucking unicorn that's just twirling around, flying faster than everyone else, and he's our unicorn. Exactly. And if you're going to complain about the font they used on your check when you won the fucking lottery, you don't deserve that money. There is a handful of athletes right now on the face of the planet that make you lean forward out of your chair, mm-hmm. and the Oilers have one of them. Mm-hmm. You have scoliosis, or yeah, it's true. Like yeah, so excited! Oh no, I can't stop. oh no, my bones! But he's one of those sure. athletes that, like, ESPN is even familiar with Connor McDavid. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see when that. I, I certainly hope it doesn't happen. I hope I am wrong. Just I've been in this city in this market long enough that I know that people will eventually turn. We in. have to switch. Yes, we uh, have to use our power for good. You, Mister Bagmill, with all your power and influence, you got to use it for the good stuff. I was expecting Madge to drop a Batman quote there. No, that's, I'm saving that for later. Okay, like when you voice. when you grow into the enemy or whatever it is. What I know the you know. hell are you talking you, about you, grow into the you enemy? You either live long oh. enough to see yourself become a hero or you die becoming a villain. Right. That's yeah. what it really is. Grow into with me is a sex term. Mm. So grow into your enemy. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know that I would want to hold sexual congress with my... Oh, we're talking about something completely We're talking different. about Batman. Of course uh, we are. Be- Batman. Before we wrap up here, you guys wanted to rag on Chris for a little bit about something that happened. Did we not? Do you mean at hockey fights? Yes, that's what I want. Chris wanted. Gordeco? That, that's what I want to. So, for those who don't know what happened with Chris... Well, I've nobody had... knows. This is yeah, just a okay. two-man joke. Okay. I go on Instagram, as I do every 15 seconds, to check out nothing, and I look at the Hockey Fights account, and for some reason, <laughs> Chris's full name, which we just said, so that's a good one, is the byline. So it's like, at Hockey Fights, and then his full name. So yeah. I take a screenshot, send it to Bag Milk, and like, are we doing this? Like, do we, oh my God, I better tell, and he doesn't even understand, like, how do you accidentally type a 23-letter name into Instagram? He's the best. Because his last name, it's not like Smith or Jones. No, or no. Like- he puts it out there. It's on his Twitter. Chris Gordeco. Oh, he's Find there? him on Twitter. Find him on yeah. the phone. Look him up. The Find Nation the Chris. Yeah. Buy him pizza. He likes it. Look but him up. Justin Bieber. At Justin Bieber. I, I text Chris. I send him this picture yeah. of the Hockey Fights account, and I'm like, there is no possible way that you did this on purpose. And he calls me, and he's just like, I have no idea how that happened. <laughs> it's like, he blacked out. Yeah. Chris Gordeco's hockey fights now. <laughs> to hell with you, Nation Network. Do you know what I mean? And then that's how it happened. That's the only thing that makes sense. That's how I got a Venus flytrap at my door one time. What? I got drunk, and I ordered a Venus flytrap on Amazon. Go on. And then in my letterbox was a freaking Venus flytrap one day, and it was completely out of the blue. I have no idea how it got there. And then I go check my Amazon. I'm like, oh, yeah, that does seem like something you would do when you were wasted, wasn't it? You know what we need to get around here is a plant that can eat living things. Yeah. That's drunk you. Yeah, that was Chris. That's the only possible reason why he would put his full name as the title on Hockey Fights. He's the nicest, one of the nicest people we've ever had the good fortune to meet, and we know some beauties. Uh, I think maybe this was like his coup. <laughs> he's hammered at the party and he's like, you know what, Chris? This is him talking to himself in this story. You deserve it. You're the man. That bag milk doesn't treat you right. It's time to take over. <laughs> now I'm going to do, I'm going to put my full name in the Hockey Fights Instagram account and let the chips fall where they may. Wouldn't it be great if you caught it like maybe like an hour after it happened and he was hoping it was going to go on and on, like maybe they're not going to notice, but you sniped it right away. That's what I hope happened. The, the honest answer is that I have no idea how long it was there before you found it. 
Well, not very long. I checked the Instagram <sighs> account of Hockey Fights and its bio biannually. It could have been there for months for all I know. Oh, that's so good. Moral of this story is don't drink in social media. Don't drink and purchase things on Amazon. No. I'll Don't tell listen you, to Pet Shop Boys. They're not going to call me the intern, I'll tell you what. Yeah, do you see the word intern after Gordeka, you pieces of shit? <laughs> I hope that's what it was, actually. Uh, Is he yeah. still the intern? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like he's, the temp. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't like being the intern, but he's an intern with power. He's like a senior intern. Senior intern was the Mexican intern I had down in Mexico who did a wonderful job. I don't know why I He's came still up down Mexican. there. It came up very, yeah, it was nice. I didn't even know what the word was I was looking for there. Gentlemen, we covered many, many things today on the Real Life Podcast. How many downloads did we have last week? It's like 9,200 or something. 9,200, your move, Canucks Army podcast. And just imagine how many listeners we'll have when Wanya actually gets arrested next week. Tweeting or- from jail. What what will you? We should be taking bets on what you get arrested for next. Unbelievable, or a ticket. Well, things happen in threes. I can just tell true. you with full certainty the words "public nudity" will appear in the ticket at some point. Or it's going to yeah. be like absurd, like a parking ticket or something, and that that's the straw that broke the camel's. No, back. that was the deck being rebuilt. That was <laughs> that the straw that broke. What happens when the camel's lying on the ground, completely incapacitated, <laughs> and Pet Shop Boys are being played to the camel? <laughs> that's the phase of my legal woes I'm at. What will be the soundtrack of Wanye's next arrest? Yeah. As long as 50 Curtis Cent, Curtis, 50 Cent Jackson plays me in the movie of my life, I'm happy with how the story ends. As I'm sure should. he would. I'm sure he would. If you're, if you're listening. Yeah, if you're listening, Curtis, I assume you are. He likes his Oiler hats. Does he? I swear he has a deal to wear every single logo of every team in North America. He must. Wouldn't surprise me, man. Cool, man. If I were a rapper, I'd wear all the hats I could. Actually, no, I'd still wear simply Yankee hats, but I'd wear different colors. When I went to um, South by Southwest. Mm-hmm. I went and saw 3-6 Mafia perform at this little tiny joint, and they had a deal with New Era. And they must have thrown 40 hats into a 200-person crowd. It was wow. amazing. It was, was out of Palooza. Was it 3-6 Mafia hats or just straight-up New Era No, hats? just like I think I got, well, I don't even know what NFL team I got. Wow. Detroit Lions. They're just flinging hats everywhere. Yeah, you got it right. Yeah. Detroit Lions. They're hey, an NFL team. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now who watches First Date and cries? <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.